What up, what up, what up, what up? Good morning, good morning, good morning. God bless, good morning, good morning, good morning. All right, let's get into this thing. I'm uh, excited to be here. Another day, just another day. Blessings, Lisa. Uh, thank you for sharing. Uh, let me make sure I do this because I don't know how I keep forgetting my peeps. Uh, let's go to my flock note people. Um, so make sure you are sharing. Sharing is caring. Um, and make sure you're being a part of this broadcast. Make sure you tag somebody as we dig into this very uh, controversial, seems like, issue. And continue this because it's a conversation that is definitely needed. Um, it is causing a divide in my house. <laughs> nah, we're just having a lot of discussion about it. <laughs> and I'm fine with it because it needs to be had, needs to be said, needs to be talked about. Um, wife said she might not watch today, but I'm hoping she does so because I want her in this conversation um, because it needs to be, it's, it's a conversation that needs to be had, it needs to be discussed um, as well. And I feel like it is helpful to the growth of our society and us as a people just coming together, get, reaching some understanding. Um, but the key is reaching some understanding. And uh, we're going to dig into this. Uh, we're going to have a, a wonderful conversation. And I appreciate you guys being here. I have my brother, uh, Kaneen Curvey, coming in the building. Uh, past is running a little behind, but he will be here as well. Um, to my podcast people, I appreciate you. Make sure you rate, review, and let the world know what the Brothers of Legacy is doing. Uh, we are tackling this conversation. Um, and if you know anything about me, I'm not a hard, masculine kind of dude. So we're coming from a great space. Hey, Mama Corey, thank you for rocking with us always. All right, let me get my brother from another mother in the building. I'm looking to see if he's ready. He got his arm sticking out, so he might be fixing something. <laughs> so <laughs> give me the thumbs up when he's ready. Uh, so once again, welcome to the Brothers of Legacy. Uh, today we're talking about toxic masculinity, origins, and definitions. Tox toxic masculinity origins and definitions um yesterday we talked about the blurred lines we we got a little bit of resolve but you know i, I feel like this is going this may be a two-week conversation um in order for us to really get into a space of understanding and defining the rules or what's acceptable what's not acceptable What's a preference as opposed to what is disrespectful? Um, and we're going to dig into that as well, you know, because there are preferences, um, but it's knowing the preference. How do you know the preference? You know, um, and I guess using a general rule of thumb, as me and my wife begin to discuss that as well, <laughs> what's the general rule of thumb? Um and and how we can make this thing work. All right, give me a thumbs up, Curry. I see him sitting in the in the background. If you're ready, throw the thumbs up. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Nope. You look like you, you got the struggle bus happening, maybe, possibly. All right. Um, so yeah, we're gonna dig into the definition. And it's funny, I looked up where toxic the word toxic masculinity came from. I was sure I I knew 
kind of sort of where it came from, but I was surprised at, at the definition and, and the history of where the word came from and who used it first. And it and it's crazy how, you know, someone in a non-academic field comes up with the term and the academic field kind of grabs a hold and uses utilizes it as well. But I think the blanket of toxic masculinity has been thrown over so many things um, that it it just it makes for a divisive argument um, because there are things that are just uncomfortable. There are preferences, and then there's a to- toxic masculinity culture um, in spaces. But there's also toxic toxic masculinity uh, offenses. That's so we're gonna dig into that. All right, because we got. A lot, a lot. All right. Uh, let me see if my brother, you good? Let's see if we can get him in here. All right, Mr. Is real. I don't see his face. There we go. We're right there. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you hear me? Can you hear me clearly, brother? Yes, indeed. I can hear you. All right, all right, very, all right. Very well. All right. So we're gonna have a great conversation <laughs> about toxic masculinity. Um, the the environment that we put our ladies in and um, properly approaching and having conversations and things of that nature and, and what that looks like. And I'm talking about the origins and definitions and we're going to have a great debate. <laughs> about okay. <this. laughs> okay. Okay. I, I thank you for uh, breaking that down for me. I, I know you gave me a heads up, but I yes. appreciate you for going into detail yes, a little indeed. further. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Oh, what's up? let's see. Good morning, Keita, in the building. All right, so let's go ahead and kick this intro off, and we'll be right back. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. Let's get it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. All right. So today, today we're talking about uh, toxic masculinity, its definitions and origins. The thing is, um, defining it is is kind of an interesting thing. So um, my wife, she sent me some of the definitions. I, I had some written down, but then the way she, the one she sent me, it's kind of interesting. So it describes so in what side is this? This looks like just the, okay. Wikipedia defines masculinity as strength, courage, independence, and leadership. All right, take that, put a pin in it. Right, 
So if it says healthline.com defines toxic masculinity as mental and physical toughness, uh, aggression, stoicism, and not displaying emotion. I don't, I'm going to look up an exact word, but it says heterosexism or discrimination against people who aren't heterosexual. Um, I guess like the homophobic and things of that nature and emotionally emotional insensitivity. Now I can get the emotional insensitivity, um, but they, but the self-sufficiency as a toxic, toxic masculine trait. And then at a masculinity spot, independence (laughs) was, you know, like I'm self-sufficient, you know, is that a bad thing? I'm independent. Is that a good thing? You know, so it's it's just small little things like that that, like I talked about yesterday, kind of blur the line of of what is really toxic masculinity. You know, like uh, uh, some years ago, and and uh, Dr. Rollins put me onto it. I don't know, I missed it. It was during the Super Bowl. Gillette had a commercial where they, um, oh, she's in the house. Sam's in the house. Kaneem said, she said, Kaneem Curvey in the house. <laughs> um, what so, up, Sam? so and it showed you know uh spots of you know boys fighting and allowing that to happen you know you know things like that things that we have at at least us you know i know me and you growing up would be considered the boys being boys and the norm um some of it has now you know turned into a sensitive issue and i and i get it you know because a lot of things that's happened in the workplace with women and how they've been how they were treated or know, looked upon or comments, you know, ooh, girl, you looking like, you know, at work and making them, making ladies feel uncomfortable, 100% with it, that needs to change. And then there's the, the, of course, there's that toxic masculinity environment where it's not just one guy, it's like coming from the managers, it's coming from upper men, you know, like, and it's allowed, you know, they go complain, well, girl, you know, boys will be boys, (laughs) you know, you just, you get to, you know, you kind of got to deal with it because it's just what we do, you know, so I get I 100% get how that is toxic. It's an environment and it needs, it has to change, you know, because I don't want my wife going to work feeling uncomfortable. I don't want my daughter, I want my mother, you know, the people closest to us. We don't want that to happen. So it's kind of changing that. On the other hand, um, like (laughs) we get into the approaching of our ladies, right? You're single, you want to shoot your shot. (laughs) Like, Kurt, yeah. Kurt, mentioned yesterday, you know, uh, <laughs> he sees her across the street. He gives it, ooh, ooh, just to kind of give yeah. her attention. She's she look, she looking for where it's coming from. Right. I got to and, raise my hand. It's coming from over right. here. <laughs> so then we get into if if you approach, approach her like that and you got a positive response, in your mind, you feel like this is how you shoot your shot. On the other hand, like talking to Sam, you know, Sam is my wife, just in body clarity. Um, she was like, she would find that disrespectful. You know, that's not a good way. That's uncomfortable. And I get where she's coming from, you know, because I, I wouldn't, I would ask my daughter, like, hey, how'd you meet this dude? I was walking down the street. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> you ran up to me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and my thing would be like, long, I guess you fine with that. I mean, because it doesn't, I don't know. I mean, I won't necessarily say this speaks to the character of a person because like I, I've said yesterday, like 
you have a moment. I may never see you again. <laughs> you know, so, so in my mind, I, was, I, I go home thinking like, oh, I should have did something. <laughs> oh, I should have said something. Oh, I should have approached her. You know, like, oh, you know, and, and, you know, back in the day, you may go to the same spot, like maybe I'll see her again. You know, <laughs> but but chances are she might have just been going to an interview. She don't hang out in this area, you know. Um, yeah. So it's those moments. So we so those are like to me the blurred lines. You know, those are like maybe the, a preference. And then so do I t- tell my son, son, that's not how you should approach a woman. That's not how you should get at a woman. You know, like, and I like I, I like the way that you are teaching your son by what you're telling me now, yeah. because as somebody who is young who does not have a father figure, right. you are you learn from the men around or the boys right. and men around you. Around you. Right. Yes, so if the boys and men around you are right. scoot scoot, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or, uh, if the right. boys right. and men around you are just right. grabbing females' hands. Right. And not even saying nothing. I just grab right. her hand like, hold on, young lady. Let me talk to you for a minute. Yeah, and, 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 But that may be offensive. Why are you touching me? Why you just can't? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's what you learn yes. from the men around you. But anyway, go ahead, bro. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You good. You good. Because that's that's the that's kind of the vein. And then, you know, I'm going to mention my wife several times because, like I said, we've been kind of. This has become a hot topic <laughs> in our house, but I want to have this conversation because having a son, um, especially, uh, yeah, Doctor Ron said yes, teach him. Yeah, good morning, Deborah. Uh, good morning, Aunt Sam. Oh, um, so having you know a son and a daughter, it's like I want to teach my son the right parameters, you know, because let, let's keep it real. Like when things things like this are occurring. As you know, like laws begin to happen. You know, people put things on the books like touching a woman may become an assault. Straight yeah, up, Matt, straight yeah. out, straight yeah, up the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I yeah. don't want my son getting locked up because he he was taught wrong or he's watching. You know, so I want to make sure, son, just like being black and the cop pull you over, like you know, son, I need you to know some of these maybe unwritten or unspoken rules of 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 how to handle things. <laughs> she said, "Don't mention me, girl. You are part of my life." <laughs> <laughs> you bounce me. Um, but yeah, so yeah. I, I want to make sure my son is is handling himself properly, and at the same time not being disrespectful. You know, and yeah. I'm, and I'm yeah. sure you yeah. know my wife will, will will teach him things as well, and we'll we and I'll reinforce it. You know, what I'm saying like yeah. I'd rather if there's if there's a blurred line, even because sometimes things are blurred. That you know, some some things that acceptable. They're not really, but they're accepted by some. But I'd rather you just stay on the side of the general what's accepted rule. Like what's acceptable yeah. and, and, and be in and, a safe space. Yeah, and 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 the way that you speak, because I, I mean I've only met your son maybe twice. Yeah. But 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 the way that you speak, I think he needs all the information that you give him so he'll have a broad right. uh viewing of the world instead of so narrow. Right. And, and 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 like when I was young, I my mother, single mother, right? Right. I went I went to my first club at thirteen. Wow. Called called the Rhinestone Wrangler. Hey, <laughs> 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 hey, my cousin, my cousin, uh I'm thirteen now. He like eighteen, nineteen, but he right. brought me up there. 
he stick a cigarette in my mouth and he's like, don't smoke it. Don't smoke it now. Because you're going to choke yourself. But you just have this, let, you know, how them old men let that cigarette hang in their mouth right there. He said, <laughs> he said just, just let it hang in your mouth. Right, right. And, hey, we, and we walk right up in the club, man, of course. Thir- at, at 13 years old. So me watching them right. talk, I mean, plus I looked up to them. Yeah, they older yeah. than me. You know, they five, That's six true. years older than me. Right. So I'm seeing how they move. Exactly. And... And the way they moved, they was, you know, it was more of, hey, we gonna like how you say, shoot your shot. Right, right. Every female you see that that gives you shit, hey, that's it. Because because it was about a competition. Right. That's what they were teaching me. How many numbers can you get tonight? Right. Well, I got I got five numbers. Right. How many numbers you get? I got seven numbers. You know what I'm right. saying? So. Right. And this was at a young age, so right. the numbers right. end up turning into conversations. Right. Those right. conversations end up turning into relationships. Right. Those relationships turn into sexual encounters. Right. So, you know, it's like at 13, you start yep. and you just progress. Yeah. So you catching your son at a young age. Yeah. He won't have that. Well, I, I ain't gonna say he won't have that. Yeah. But he'll understand yeah. that he got to listen to what his daddy. Hey, yeah. your daddy taught you better than that. Yeah. Uh, when you think when you think you're finna go out here and listen to your older cousin or your, right. or somebody that's a little bit more mature than you, right. remember what your dad said. Right, right, right. right. You're right, and and having and then reiterating, you know, would you treat your mother that way, or do you want your your sister yeah. being treated that way? Um, just just keeping that in mind. Um, so talking about some of the the, the history of where the word toxic masculinity came from, as far as my deep Google research. <laughs> um, it was started by a gentleman named Shepherd Bliss. He was the one that began to use it. And he had this movement, men's movement called the Mythopoetic Men's Movement. So it got known, I never heard of it, known in the 80s and 90s. You ever heard of that term? Mythopoetic Men's Movement. You know, remember there's no internet, so I guess unless you're part of certain circles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And I'm sure that's something that was, you know, folks that didn't look like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> and it was it was designed to uh, to define what toxic masculinity was. And he came up with the term to, to separate toxic masculinity from uh, what you're supposed to be doing as a man, you know, out the hunter and to the provider, the protector, you know, I, I think his move was to take away from the aggression, to take away from what was happening, you know, probably during the women's movement, you know, so I'm sure he was kind of probably influenced and, and seeing how women were disrespected. So he was trying to teach men to be more respectful or be, you know, to be the hunters, to be the providers, but not disrespect women in the process. So it it's, it blew my mind because I was sure it was going to be one of the women that were leading one of the movements and charges and, you know, and I was totally surprised that they took this this term and it's been put into academia um mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's having no but then it's like i said the doc definition you know like when you say like is there racism at the job or is bob just racist <laughs> you know like you know i i sometimes i consider it and i try to look at it that way because um i gotten told by someone that i'm not supposed to mention you know sometimes it's hard to see it because I'm the one on top. And I'm like, you're right. I'm, I'm the white dude, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, so I'm, I'm the one of, in a place of privilege. So sometimes it's harder 
for us to understand it or really see it. And I feel that. Yeah, and I, and I had I had to eat that. I'm like, you're right, you're right. So I, I, so we have the conversation. I try to hear and understand where she's coming from, where where my wife is feeling, because I want I want to know, and that's why I'm having these conversations. And I know we're gonna we're gonna dig into it more. Um, my my main thing is let me, and I'll ask you, do you think as a as a man that we need to lead the charge to change the environment? Or is it the women's job that they need to change in order to fit? Well, how am I trying to put this? It, trying to fit, like, like I said, the Instagram models, you know, like they're encouraging it more. Or do you think we just need to change our actions? Um, no, sticky. That's a good, that's a good, <laughs> that's a good question, brother. Um, I, I, I I think it's more weighted on the men. I mean, I, I could say it's both together, but I think it's more weighted on the men because the women who are you say are Instagram models. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're following. They're following. Right. Or most of their groupies. Right. Yes. Uh, most of the people who you know uh, are giving them this attention is men. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, don't get me wrong. It is a new age where what they call it start with a P. Uh, well, there is no heterosexual or, or homosexual. It's just a free sexual. I can't think. I can't think. I can't think of the name. It's it's it's, it's a, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a name for it, but but I can't. It start with a P, but I can't think of it right now. But anyway, uh, I think it's more on the men because. As in our natural nature, yeah. it is to seek female companionship. Right. To me, now I mean, don't get me wrong; it is a new day into age. But for right. from from where I grew up, yeah, that was our natural uh, um, state was to seek female companionship. Right. And it wasn't always in a, a sexual nature, but you just wanted to cater to females. I, but like you was taught, you you was taught to open doors and pansexual. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you 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 was taught to open doors and right. you was taught to be. It, it was it was certain etiquette, right? And right, right, right. and 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 a moral compass that was instilled in you by what you saw your grandparents do right. or your great grandparents do. Because right. for me, I never saw my grandparents okay. argue or curse or. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 not in front of us. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Right, right. So, now I'm not saying they didn't have arguments. Of course. Of course. But if, if they had a disagreement, right. it was not performed in front of the kids. Right. You dig what I'm saying? My grandfather always opened the doors. He always uh, uh, made sure that my grandmother didn't have to do any type of manual labor. Right. Like, right, right, right. like, uh, like uh, whatever it was. Now, the most she might do is wash dishes. Right, right. Or, or sweet. Or you know right, what I'm right. I mean, that's still yeah. manual labor. Right. But yeah. that was in the house. But anything hey, outside right. the <laughs> yeah. anything outside the house? Oh no. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It was it was but my grandmother also didn't let my grandfather cook. She wouldn't let him fix his plate. She she she, she ironed his clothes. She <laughs> he never had to wash. You know what I'm saying? She it's just certain positions that they played back then, but now I think in the day and age that we're in now, women have, I'm not going to say they have 
kind of like taking on the role that some men should okay. perform, but it's more independence than back in the day. I, and I think they, yeah, I think they yeah. feel better about that. Right. But right. I think a lot of men feel lesser about themselves because mm. of that. Okay. Well, I'm not, but it's just my opinion because no, it's like, it. well, I don't need you for this. I can make my own money. I don't need you for this. I can, I can fix my own light bulb. I don't need you for this. <laughs> I, got I mean, you. you know what I'm saying? They just go into that little rant like, I don't need you. And, and, and a man, well, myself, I can't speak for all men. I want to feel like I'm needed. You feel me? Right. No, no. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. You want to feel like yeah. I'm, you, I'm, I hold a place in this household. Yeah. Like if, if right. I'm not needed, what I'm here for? I'm, oh, right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just your sexual piece of meat. Yeah. I, I ain't, we ain't got, we ain't got to stay together for that. If you don't need me, you know what I'm saying? I'm right. like, you know. But anyway, I mean, to answer your question about that, I think it's more heavily weighted. On the men to right. make changes. Oh, I think I lost him. <laughs> so you're saying I think uh, yeah, heavily make the changes. And I agree. I think um, a lot of a lot of what you know is happening. If we are the leaders in our community, okay, you're back. Yeah, if we're the leaders in our community, um, we have to be the ones. To, to lead in this charge. You know, we have to be the ones to change the environment and and have our ear and be sensitive to what, you know, our women are dealing with, you know, in areas, you know, because like, you know, like we, we're leading. We don't, sometimes because we're the men, we don't, we're not always totally aware, um, but sometimes we are just like, you know, we talk about as black men, you know, when when white racist people are saying something, what do the white non-racists say? You know, are you stepping up? Are you saying something? Are you speaking out? So just as much as, as Black men, we want the white men to say something like, yo, you know this is wrong. Step in and say something. We should be stepping up for our women. You know, when we see the wrong, we need to say, yo, bro, that's that's not a that's not a good look on approaching. You know, yo, don't, you know, don't violate it by touching her. <laughs> you know, like, try to get attention. Yeah. Obviously, she ain't interested. It is the moment, I, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, and I'm sorry yeah, to say that I was on the flip side of that coin that you just said. I, right. I was that brother that was doing everything that I should not have been doing. But right. as I as I matured, yeah, it, it I understood it. You know what I'm saying? Like once the, once once my daughter got of age, mm. I say when she got maybe 15. I, I started to understand because now she was starting to like boys, right. and I knew I knew the type of Negro I was. I'm like, oh man, you are so salty, boy. You need to. Right. I mean, so I'm like, and I'm telling, I'm trying to tell her right. not to find a guy right. like her daddy. Wow, you feel me? Like, how do you do that? Right. But I like, <laughs> don't. Don't find nobody like it. But I love you, Daddy. No, don't hey, find hey. nobody like me. <laughs> you fine. You got mom down straight. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, dude. Because so I'm having these mental conflicts with myself. Like, <laughs> I'm like, man, how are you gonna tell her? But you out here just doing the most. Like, you just. Right. Right. So she opened my eyes, but she was already fifteen. Right. 
You, you understand? Like, it's like this should have been done eight, ten years ago. Right. I you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, she already has an understanding of what type of dude she likes. Right. And it's a dude like me. And I'm like, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> but, but anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, would you, would you would you say kind of change it, flipping it a little bit, um, do you kind of, you have your radar, you can kind of see, you feel like you can at least see the guys quicker, you know, because you know what kind of guy you were. Can you kind of see oh, the intentions? Oh, you know what's dude. in front and you know what's like, oh no, this dude seemed real. You know, like, he seemed genuine, you know. Man, uh, man I, I see it a mile away, man. With the, the, guy, <laughs> yeah. the guy that she got with, right? So I think yeah. she was 17. She got pregnant with the guy that she, and, and she got, uh, she wanted to get married. And all this, and I had never met the guy, right? So you know, my mom, my mom was catering this relationship, and I was trying to tell her to back off, but my mama was still just, oh yeah, such 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 such, such. and I'm like, so I did. I went down to Houston, met him for the first time. Like the first five minutes, I knew he wasn't, uh, nothing. I got you. I got you. I knew he wasn't there. So I'm like, so I was like, you know, I met him and then didn't get a chance to meet his parents. You know what I'm saying? Didn't get a chance to do none of that. Came back, uh, came back to Georgia, blah, blah, blah. My mama was uh, like, they want to get married. Now, my mom then went and bought two rings, one for my daughter and one for him. My mom then bought my daughter a wedding dress. Wow. She then bought him a wedding suit wow. and a tie and all this. Mm-hmm. Now my mama then took them to the courthouse and paid for the wedding for the marriage license. Wow. They ain't got no car to get down there. <laughs> wow. They ain't got no money. They ain't got <laughs> nothing. And then but but my mama is telling me like, you coming to the wedding? <laughs> and I'm like, well, like a better term, <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> that ain't what I said. Right, right, right. For this program, yes, indeed. no, I am not. So <laughs> she like, because my whole thing was, if I show up, okay. that means if if I show up to the wedding, what's going on, Brian? So so if I so if I show up, that means that I approve this wedding. Ooh. So I'm like, I'm not showing up to this wedding. No, y'all have have everybody involved lost their mind. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. Wow. I, I wasn't gonna do it. So, but they got married anyway. Right, right, right. Hey, now this lasted. This marriage, so-called marriage, lasted right. like three or four months. Oh wow! But uh, they didn't end. They ended up staying in this marriage because they couldn't get divorced legally for years. You dig what I'm saying? So, I, and then when I went, I went, I went to court. I went to Houston. Went to court with my daughter. For child support, right? So I'm, I'm in. Uh, we in the hallway of the courtroom, and and um, he comes up there, and he's shaking in his boots when he see. Because I only saw the guy like two times wow. in my whole life, but he, I had a reputation in the neighborhood, and you. <laughs> so the reputation got back to him. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, so right. when he see me in the in the court, you know, he all jittery and shake. He got his parents and. And they all, but but that's a previous 
I'm not, I'm not, I've been on George for like almost 10 years, you know what I'm okay. saying? But, okay. but I didn't, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm done with that. But I yeah. guess my reputation lasted for that long. Right, right, but, right, right. So, right. anyway, make a long story short, he, he, he was all scatterbrained and uh, went up there, told the judge he had this and he had that. And, gotcha, uh, gotcha. My daughter ended up getting the child support that she uh, requested. And, gotcha. And that's, that's the end of that story right there. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. So I'm I know guys. I kind of took it there because I just wanted him to kind of dig into it and and we talk about you know and and probably tomorrow we'll talk about you know the the next generation of what we're kind of teaching our kids and when it comes to toxic toxic masculinity or masculinity to our 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 sons and and what you know what's permissible and what's permissive you know. Even as we teach our our daughters the boundaries, you know, like what's permittable, what's permissive, you know, what, you know, what should you be accepting, what should you be dealing with, you know, and 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 honestly, like, how do you feel? And it's okay to not like something. It's okay to say no to something. It's okay to be, you know, uncomfortable, you know, like, and not force yourself to go somewhere that's not comfortable. If a job is treating you a certain way, or you're feeling uncomfortable. Um, being able to take it to management and if management not happening, take it to daddy so daddy can take it to management. I mean, <laughs> but, you know, like being there, you know, but not. And, and that and of course, we've always talked about the covering as well. You know, when it comes to having these understandings and we are and as men shaping, you know, the future of our communities and our neighborhoods, which is why I want to have these conversations, because we need to have. <clears throat> some level of defining line, like what's too much, what's not enough, what's a preference, you know. And like I was telling Kaneem, Pastor, before you came on, just about teaching my son what's the boundaries, you know, teaching them more of the safe space than the, the spaces that, eh, somebody like, some people don't like, you know. So kind of stay away from those, but, you know, try to, I dig that you like her, just approach her, you know, be nice, you know, be cordial. She says no, it is what it is, you know. You know, let it let it be. I know from the past, it's like, well, she said no now. Maybe I shoot my shot again. <laughs> she said, you know, like, and, and it's that spot. But I, it's, it's like a culture we grew up in, like, especially if you're in the space like school or work. Yeah. You're like, God, she said no this time. Maybe I could friend her up, and we could, <laughs> and I could turn it into something. You know, um, and it, and it's like, do you continue? Is that the culture we still want to stay in, or do we want to move out of that? You know, what's the 2.0 of that? You know, because like, like, like you talk about where did your wife come from? Like, did I, did it take, was it one time having a conversation and we clicked? Or was it, I've seen her several times and she was like, boy, if you don't get out of here, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and after a while, you know, we found out we had stuff in common. You know, she just, she wasn't, she wasn't in a space that she wanted somebody at the time or she was in between relationship or, you know, whatever was going on. You know, it's it's those moments, though, you know, like what's the disrespect or what's just uh, part of the culture? What you know, what is acceptable? You know, so I, that's, that's kind of where I want to want to want to talk about. Like, so what is what's the acceptable line? And I I know um, we it's just us guys. But talking to you guys, you got all of us having daughters, you know, how do you feel, you know, what's acceptable? What would, how would you want a guy to approach your daughter? Um, and it, what's, what's a, what's a proper way or what's on the line? Like, like, uh, Kareem was saying, 
you know, back in the day, you know, they would, uh, he hung out with guys that would kind of grab, hey, hey, girl, grab her hand. <laughs> you know, like, that's, <laughs> you know, but now it's like, yeah. eh, it's kind of, it could be a violation unless they know her. You know, like, you know somebody, then it's, you know, yeah. you, you kind of, we have a relationship. But if you, a stranger, just like, hey, 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 girl, hey, <laughs> you know, just kind of reaching out, grabbing her hand, trying to get what? her attention is, what? it's, go ahead. No, I, 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 I was about to ask you. Uh, I, when you were in your um, earlier, and I go with you too, Brian. When you was in your earlier day, let's say eighteen to twenty-five. Yes. Did you guys ever go to the clubs, like literally, like nightclubs, like you know? Now, for for me, I got married early, but I did when I was in uh, going to school. I went to a club. I, it's so funny you remember the name of yours. I can't remember mine, but mine was probably about as big as this room. <laughs> uh, you went you went to a juke joint. You ain't yeah, no it, was, it, was it was tiny and dark. Close that door yeah. and just boom. It's just dark and a couple of lights. Like it's crazy. You know, thinking uh, about it. But yeah, it's yeah, so I've I've been to those like but it, I think I was with a couple of guys, but yeah, so I I have done those kind of clubs. Oh, well, yeah. when, when, when you well, how about you, Ryan? What about you? Did you ever go to clubs when you was eighteen to twenty-five? Yeah, I mean, when I when I was growing up, man, it was just a whole different scene. Like we, our dating experiences and interaction and all that started in junior high. Right. Yeah. Right. We, right. you know, the YMCA put yeah. stuff together to bring teenagers together in a safe space. We did it at the YMCA, and they play music from seven to ten. It was called the Happening. You know, oh, okay. YMCA, where they bring us, you know, from the different high school, different uh, junior highs uh, and, and high schools. And you can come together and have a great time at the YMCA. But, you you know, they cl- shut it down at 10 o'clock. Your parents had to come get you, you know, and it was chaperoned. But they let the children have their time. You know, if you wanted to play basketball, you go play basketball. If you wanted to swim, you go swim. Right. If you wanted to dance, they had an area where you could dance, you know, so you had access to everything. Uh, and if you wanted to shoot your shot at the dance, you shot your shot, you know, right, but whatever right. you had to do, it had to be done between seven and 10, you know? Yeah. Uh, and from that, you know, in high school, yeah, there was party, you know, we had a neighborhood park that had a pavilion, you know, and they bring the DJ out, they throw a party. We go out there and hang out, you know, till uh minute, uh, till midnight and, and do our thing. And uh, so I always had those experiences, you know, you, there was always something to do. There was always a party somewhere or a house party. Right. And in the eighties, right. you, well, you, you had a house you party. I've been to that. You, you know, know, yeah. yeah. You go down into the basement, you know, put the red light on the disco light and right. turn up the music, the turntables and everything was going and your parents was gone. And, you know, oh, I see, no, we didn't have it was like, you ever seen the movie yeah. Cooley High? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Remember the party where they dumped the, they yeah. knocked over the, yeah, <laughs> a lot of but, that, you know, yeah, so but, and, and then from that. But then I joined the military. So in the military, I was you know, I turned I turned 18 in Korea. OK, so oh, okay. it wasn't the club. It was. The prostitute house. Right, it was, right, you know, right. you downrange, right. you know, ten dollars yeah. short time. Yeah, gotcha. So, uh, uh, well, see, so your experience was good. well. You, 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 you got straight to it, so you didn't have the whole, you know, the the, the build up, but you knew what you was getting into when you was in Korea. Like, this is what I need. This is what I got. Make it happen. 
No, you so, didn't know what you were getting into at 18. No, I'm saying as far as what you wanted. When you say that, when you say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah, yeah, okay. you, yeah. In Korea, you went downrange for, for two reasons, to get drunk and to have sex. Yeah, yeah. So you knew what you, yeah, it was simple as that. Yeah. But when I was talking about the club scene, when you're in the club scene, it's like, first of all, music is loud. So you got, it's, it's a club. They're playing all the latest music. Everybody, you know, dancing, this, that, and third. And everybody, you know, if it's 18 and up, more than likely you didn't got to a club where alcohol is being served. So when you're in there and you're seeing all these women and you're trying to, trying to catch one, you either right up in her ear, cheek to cheek, right. or you grabbing her and pulling her to the side so y'all can okay. have a private moment. So that's why I said when you're grabbing hands and stuff like that, yeah. It's just to let her know, like, because she don't, because when you're trying to say, hey, hey, you got this music blaring at you, just, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. you can't really talk monotone. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So you right. really got to get close. I never you know had the courage mean? to just grab a girl's hand. Well, I practice makes perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You you perfect you perfect the art of them fingertips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When them fingertips reach out, you know what I'm saying. Now, when she turns, she gonna look at you. Right. If she's not attracted to you, she gonna keep moving. Okay. But if she like what she see, she gonna smile, stop, and give you an opportunity. Now, how you deliver it is gonna determine whether you are gonna get that number or more conversation. I, I, maybe maybe it was short man's complex. If I was probably six two, six three. <laughs> I probably have no issue. I, I ain't six two or six three. <laughs> but you know what? You you weren't me. And <laughs> 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 like I said, but but that's what. But I was I was running behind a bunch of guys who did that, so I could I could mimic them. I could see right, them right, right. like how they doing, how they moving, and you know what I'm saying. I just try. It was trial and error. I got cussed out. Shot down. I mean, I had so many failures. Good morning, sir. but all these, but all yeah. these failures, right? All these failures was 14, 15, 16, 17. By the time I got to eighteen, when I could show my ID and get into a club, right. I didn't have so many failures that a no didn't hurt my self esteem at all. I'm, I'm thinking like, hey, girl, you just don't know what you're missing. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. You 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 didn't let the number one spot leave you behind. I'm done. I, I, I mean, my confidence was at a high level. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it, it, it really I, I, didn't I make it. It's a cultural thing, and I, I I personally feel like, you know, there are so many fundamental principles that have been overlooked when it comes to educating our young people. Because, uh, Kaneem, you said it. You said you ran behind a bunch of guys. And so the question is, where was the training? The training was out in the streets. There was no gentleman pouring constructive knowledge into you that you were taught from the streets, from your homeboys, the culture of where you hung out. And I think that's the, the issue that we have. And you fast forward to the evolution of that today. And, you know, the, the all the years of changing the name of our female counterparts into profanity laced right. uh, acronyms oh, yeah. and all that stuff, you know, and, and, and so and, and then it being acceptable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
then you deal with the the ratio of of male to female, you know, right. what's available. And so there's a high level of confidence. And because we live in a day and age now where our young men don't know how to handle the word no. Right. And that's the everything into that. Definitely. Right. I oh, read wow. an article just yesterday morning about a group of girls who were downtown somewhere, Metro Atlanta, and a, and a group of guys approached them. Some guy, you know, he put the invite out there right. and the girls didn't accept it. Right. And he pulled out a pistol and started shooting at them wow because they were rejected because he was rejected and i'm saying that's wow. an extreme but i see so many cases of that yeah. in young people today that the rejection from a girl can create a reaction that is violent right from these young mm -hmm. boys because they're so used to getting a yes you know and and what right. i'm saying is there are fundamental principle things that have been overlooked. And I'm not saying it's everybody, but I hear enough of it to say that we have a, a real problem with the engagement of male and females in this generation. We have a major problem. And social media just makes it worse. Right? Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, social media is, you know, you just have a menu, you know, and 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 what young people see out there, they see they, they see something out there that is not reality. Right. right. People aren't walking around here half dressed saying, come get me. Tell me that you like me. That's not what's happening. Yeah. But yeah. social media sends that type of message. So when you go into the real streets, into the real world with the social media mindset right. and, and it doesn't match, you get angry because you don't understand why it's not matching. True. True. I think, yeah, I'm teaching. I, and it's so funny that uh, I, it's almost like an, an entitlement complex you know just yeah. feeling i i should you know i said something i should get something yeah um and and moving into a space where you know you know, the the no means no you know i think we were, we were pushed that a lot in the 90s the no means no you know knowing that that there's not an interest but i i don't know I, but where did that come from like i mean i i guess in kaneem's um space like someone might have taught them <laughs> like this is how you respond when someone says no i guess i you know like where did i i sound, now i'm gonna sound old did, you know is it in the music you know is it you know they always like that dang old rap music. <laughs> the, the violence coming from that rap music but um you know where is the the that that such a culture of entitlement come from you know and and i think you know, these are the moments that the toxic, toxic masculinity um, words continues to come up, you know, creating an environment where, you know, women don't feel comfortable. Women aren't safe in a space just to be out, you know, and, and like we talked about yesterday, going to the gym in gym gear, you know, gym gear is comfortable. It's generally form fitting because they're trying to just go to the gym and not be bothered, you know, or not be. They don't want a shot at them. And it's it, like we discussed uh, after the show, you know, just is it is it a space just to not be bothered, you know, or not have someone bother me or talk to me, you know, especially for married women, you know, like I'm the shot was already someone shot the shot and I'm already in, in this for life. Like, I don't need you. You know, like I don't yeah. I'm not interested. I'm not, you know, and Trina mentioned wearing a yellow band, you wear yellow if you're single purple if you're not <laughs> you know like um having having these moments of 
when, you know, can a woman just hang out or just be somewhere without feeling unsafe, you know, or have well, to I have think you, I think it's, it's, you have to be honest with yourself, you know, before I walk out the door, I, I have to look at myself. Okay. I, I have a purpose for what I'm putting on, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, like, it, it's funny when I, when I go to get on my Harley Davidson, right. Okay. I don't just put on regular jeans and a regular shirt, okay. right. I get my Harley boots. I get my Harley pants. I get my Harley shirt. You know, I put my, my biker ring on my, my, my silver bracelet, you know, I get my gloves, I, my hat, you know, and I, I, I dress up like a biker. Right. Right. And when I get on my bike, I want people to see me. Right. That's why I ride a Harley. That's why my pipes, my exhaust is so loud because I want attention. I want somebody to look at me and be like, man, he looks cool. That's a biker right there. You know, I know that before I leave the house. So when the looks come, I get, I'm gratified because I look like a biker. I'm out there. And I'm, yes, I'm enjoying the wind in my face. I love my motorcycle, the vibration and everything. I'm out there hitting it. But I also like looking cool on my bike. I, I get what you're saying, but that's not always the case. Like, so I, I get it. No, what I'm saying, no, what I'm saying is my whole point is we all have a motivating factor before right. we leave the house. Going right? to work out. And what I'm saying is Bust when you go to the gym, the, the natural mindset, if I'm if I'm going to the gym, I'm going to the gym to work out. Yes. You understand? I'm, going to, I'm not going to the gym happen. to hook up. I'm right. not going to right. That's that's supposed to be the mentality. Okay. Right. Okay. But Got the reality you. is. That's not true in a lot of cases anymore. I got you. Gyms have reputations. Oh, that gym over there is a meat market. Oh, this one over here is if you really want to work out, go to this gym. But if you want to be seen, if you want to interact with people, if you want to go and get your workout with a feeling like you're at the club, go to this gym. That's the stuff that's happening. And I'm saying you can believe it or not believe it, but talk to people that regularly work out. No, I mean, gyms have history they have reputations i get it i get it so but my thing is you know um the woman goes to the this a particular woman goes to the gym to work out like there's no there's no sign like this is the meat market this is way more so if i'm not one if i'm not in that coach i won't know then if i go like so i don't i don't want to you know the gym is the gym i'm going to work out i'm new to the area like how do i know you know what i'm saying like it doesn't make it right yeah, that's that's my main point. Like it doesn't. No, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't make, make it right. right. What I'm, but that's my point about we're missing fundamental education. Right. Right. I'm not saying that it's right. We're right. talking about what's actually happening. Right. I'm not justifying anything. Right. But if, if we're going to talk about it, let's yeah. talk about the yeah. reality of what's happening. Let's not sugarcoat it. The reality is gyms have reputations. Right. And, I mean, and you can before. find out very, very quickly. Uh, the reputation of a gym. That's just that's just the reality. I okay. So this so in in this space, and can even look like you want to share something. Um, I think oh. it's just a, a would would you say just a cultural shift? We need to change the messaging. You know, like mm-hmm. begin to to have like I'm saying, have these discussions. You know, like like dude, this is that shouldn't be a space to to approach women like that. You know, like right. But that's fundamental. Yeah, and and we. You know, like sometimes I feel like 
I, you know, I'm, I'm going to turn Brother Legacy into, uh, what was it, the ad council and have a bunch of PSAs. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like with the music, dum, 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 when she's going to the gym, she wants to work out. Not yeah. being bothered by your busted behind. <laughs> you know, like, this is a PSA from the brothers of Lexus. You know, like like just just something out there to, to teach guys. Yeah. Like you know, but go ahead, Kenny. Go ahead. No, I mean, I I was agreeing with both of y'all because I, I I think it is a cultural shift. Right. And if you go back to the late eighties, early nineties, right. everything was about party, party, party. Have a good time laughing, joking, everything was jovial, you know, this, that, and third. Then you move from the late 90s to the early 2000s, and then everybody wanted to be, because in the 80s, and the, the late 80s, and early 90s, I don't know if y'all remember, like, that's when kind of like R&B was kind of like calming down, and right. um, hip-hop was kind of like ramping up, and but it was all, it was all fun, you know what I'm saying? Kid and play, and Right. Uh, party. Kwame and you know what I'm saying everybody was all having a good good time you know it was right. all about fashion and I don't know if y'all remember the X-Clan it was Black yes. Power everybody had on their uh, oh little the African chain yeah, they African with that you know what I'm saying yes. the red black green and you know everybody uh-huh. was just it was it was a black power thing right. and then in the late 90s and the early 2000s we just everybody got Super duper hard all of a sudden. Everybody wanted to be, you know, pimps and everybody wanted to be drug dealers and everybody wanted to be hoes and everybody wanted to be. I mean, it was just like that was the culture. Then from the mid 2000s to the 2010, it just kind of like switched again. Now it's just don't nobody really want to be gangsters. Everybody just want sex and money and drugs. Six money. Well, think about it. In 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 the late eighties and early nineties, it was say no to drugs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It went from yeah. like even the music. It went from it went from say no to drugs to being a drug dealer. Right. The first right. was say no to drugs. Right. right. Then it was be the dealer. Right. And right. then it was popping mollies. Yeah. So you right. went from saying no to drugs to being a drug dealer to being a drug user. That's what I mean. That's literally what happened. And a lot of that for the communities was being driven by the music. Right. Yeah. And, and, and if you look at if you look at the the age that we in now, the, the, the times that we in now, those who are in the age that I was talking about, 18 to 25, they were raised by drug dealers, right? Drug right. addicts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and those type of folks, like you, you, if you just look at them, not like what did they have to look up to or learn from? Right. When you, when you, when your mama around here wearing a bra and spandex and 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 uh, you know, jogging whatever they call them, you know what I'm saying? Then that's what you. Oh, I look good in just a a, a bra and and some biker shorts. Yeah, and I'm a and I'm a I'm gonna go to Kroger in a bra and some biker shorts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah. So so. It, it, Go ahead, bro. No, I was going to read her comment because, see, this is right here. Right here. It said, but people will tell, Trina says, but people will tell single women, get out there, go places, the gym, etc. to meet people. Now, we saying, don't shoot your shot there. Right. And she got three question marks. 
That's, <laughs> the, that's the point. I'm glad some. I'm glad a woman <laughs> told the truth. Yes. yes. All I, right. Want to yeah. know why this stuff is happening? Because culturally, this is what people are saying. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, oh, so, whoever's in her, whoever's in her ear, right, is is trying to give her some, I guess, alternatives. To what she because to what she's been doing. Right. Yeah, right. whatever she's been doing may have not been successful. Right. So they're giving her the gym as maybe an alternative to what she's been doing. Right. But I mean, you can meet people anywhere, so it's right. it's not like the gym. No, is the just issue a- is we neglect to keep it real. We cannot soft pedal, tiptoe around this stuff. No, all right. There's a reason, and I'm saying, you know, I, I love a woman who cares about herself, who wants to look beautiful and all of that. Right. You know, but you can't have it both ways. You want to, it'd be nice if you could have it both ways. But in this world, you're not going to put on spandex and walk outside and it look right and not expect anyone to say anything. It's just not going to happen. That's not the world we live in. I get you. You're not going to put it all out there and then expect everybody to respect you and not say anything. That's not the world we live in. Okay. Okay. So, so how do you, so how do you mitigate that from happening? I don't tell you, we can't tell you what to wear or anything like that. All I'm saying is the world we live in does not support the ideology of putting on something that's attractive, that's form fitting and going in, going out into a place where there are there are a lot there's a lot of masculine energy and right. thinking that no one's going to say anything. Okay, so she Sam says it's not about showing interest; it's how it's being done. Okay, so we're gonna get we're gonna fine tune this. So it's about she said then that said, but I mean it's if so if it's the the interest like you said, Pastor, going out in the form fitting the spandex. You know, I'm going to the gym. I want to be comfortable. Um, I've just been blessed with a great body. You know, and it all it form fits and shows. Right. Hey, thank you, Mama Corey. Oh, and it and it shows. So when when you're going, I guess it's how the approach happens. Like we have wives, you know. Some dude gonna say, "Hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, you good? Everything good? You need you need me to show you some some uh, some some ways to do better on the treadmill? You know? <laughs> no, leave me alone. I didn't ask you if I wanted help. I'd have called you. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I. I mean, but is that is that unacceptable? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying, like, is that unacceptable? It's, it's, it's unacceptable to some and acceptable right. to others. So, right. You don't know until you open the box. Right. And and right. you have to live with whatever comes from that. That's the reality. Right. So the only thing that we can do is teach, is educate. Right. Right. That's all we can do. Listen, my wife is an elect lady of a church. Right. And, and sometimes she leaves out of this house feeling good about herself. And, and someone will say, that ain't how first ladies dress. How do first ladies dress? Right. Why can't she just be my wife? Why can't she right. just be? There's times my wife walks out this house and I literally want to get in my car and follow her. <laughs> I guess. Give me a That's just the truth. Sometimes she walks out of the house and I'm like, that's good if you with me. That ain't good if you're going out by yourself. Right. But she a grown woman. Right. And she likes the way she looks. And so she goes out of the house. Right. 
And I have to sit back and say, blessed Jesus, don't let nothing happen, Lord. I don't want to catch a case. I love the Lord. I am filled with the Holy Ghost, but I will catch a case. And God knows that about me. So the only thing I can do is say, all right, if this happens, this is how you deal with it. If that happens, this is how you deal with it. I have to say this. I am a father of four daughters and all my daughters are beautiful. And all my daughters don't dress with uh, long ankle length gowns. They don't do it. They want to be pretty. They want to be sexy. They want to be enticing. And I want to catch a case. (laughs) So the only thing that I can do is teach them. Have respect for yourself. Know your surroundings. Recognize that if this is what you're going to do, this is more than likely what you're going to experience when you go out there. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and here's how you react to that. You know, that's just the bottom line. That's the reality of where we live. So keep it says, um, I believe that there is a time and a moment to do. It's OK to give a compliment. It's I guess it's the delivery. Uh, she also says, yeah. give me a compliment, but don't make me feel uncomfortable in you doing so. But that's relative. That's relative, though. I, I I don't know that what I said is make you un- made you uncomfortable because your personality yeah. is different. Because last time I said this to a sister, she gave me her number. Well, you're not that sister. I tried right. the same thing with you, and it made you uncomfortable. That's so, a gamble. So so yeah. So, it, so ahead, let, me ask, let me ask this though. Then do we do we do we encourage not to you know tell our, our boys not to make that gamble? No, 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 no. No, you know, you're, like, you're, no. You'll be solo forever. You, you'll never have a woman. Wait, <laughs> you, you don't. No, yeah, no, 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 no. No, you, you'll never have. I mean, if you never open your mouth, you'll never get fed. How, how you gonna? How you? How you not gonna speak to a woman who you attracted to? How she know you attracted if you don't ever say nothing? I mean, your facial expressions are only go so far, but. Eventually, you're gonna have to move your lips, and sound gonna have to come out. Right? Because it, it it just don't work that way. And going back to what uh, the other you say, Keto. Yeah. Going to, going back what she was saying, it is in the delivery. Right. I'm because uh, when you give a compliment, you know when it's received if something needs to go behind. It. Do I need to follow up, or do I need to keep moving? As a, as a man who got experience, now I can't say that. 18 to 25 would understand that. But anybody 25 and older, you should understand that if she receives it and kind of gives you a little room to play with, then follow through with it. But if she's like, okay, thank you. Have a good day. That means go about your business. Have a good day. I'm not even trying to hit no more of that. But I I think we lost an entire generation of tact. But, but I mean, but look at when you have, because when I was, let me say, my mom had me when she was 20, 21. But when you have kids having, as teenagers, like 15, 16, and they grow up and they 30 and they kids 15, 16. I mean, it's kind of almost like y'all brothers, uh, sisters and sisters are brothers and sisters because yeah. y'all still growing up together. You know what I'm saying? So. I, my my daughter used to always talk about when I turn twenty one, we are gonna go to the club together. 
Girl, you better stop thinking stuff like that because we ain't going to never do that. We ain't going to never go to the club together. We ain't going to never drink no alcohol together. We ain't going to never. <laughs> even, to this, even to this day, we ain't never been in a social experience like a, a club or we ain't never seen each other drink alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Like, And she 29, 28, 29, like even to this day. I'm like, I, that's something I choose not to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 it would make me feel like, well, even though she grown, she married, she got five kids. I still right. don't want to. I still don't want to see you drunk. Right. <laughs> I don't want you to see me drunk. Right. You know? <laughs> I got you. Oh, so Keita says this, but to your point, Pastor, if you make me feel uncomfortable. How can you let it know? Let it let it be known that I am uncomfortable without the fear of being shot. If you make me feel uncomfortable, how yes. can you let it be known that I am uncomfortable without the fear? No, I'm, I'm, listen. Uh, wisdom is a principal thing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so every situation is different. You can't right. control. You don't know what's inside someone. You don't know what's driving them. You don't know who they are. Right. right. You. The only thing you can do is what you have been trained to do. That's it. Right? You don't like something. You express that you don't like it. I, I encourage my uh, female family members and counterparts to to exit the situation as, as rapidly, as quickly as you can. Just get away from it. You know, if you're feeling toxic energy, feeling bad energy, you get away from that energy. You know, if you can't control crazy. You just can't. Okay. And a lot of these situations happen and it just it doesn't make sense that it happens, but it does. But all I'm saying is we have to live our lives. We got to get out there. We got to have fun, enjoy ourselves, uh, live our lives, understand our surroundings and all of that. You you're, you're getting into the point of things that you cannot control. But if you don't like something, right. there's nothing wrong with expressing that you don't like it. That doesn't make me feel comfortable. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, yeah, just, I, I, I think uh, to AD's, um, when, when you brought it up, I think it was the initial encounter of what you were talking about, correct? Like when yeah. you initially see somebody or, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, you compliment them, yeah. you're like, okay, I see, oh, you're looking good today. Um, and she accepts it. Well, well thank you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if she says thank you and replies, well, you're looking good also. Right. That's a door opener. Right. I need to follow that up because if you would just accept it and move on and not reciprocate, All right. that means. Go ahead, bro. Um, no, no, no. You, you good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I had a thought. So, all my ladies in here, let me ask you this because let's let's have this conversation just like I did a little poll yesterday. How many <laughs> ladies like to be randomly complimented? And and randomly means you know there's no connection. You don't know them. You know just. Let's just say for the for the sake of argument, a stranger, like you don't have any connection with them because it's in, in places like church. Like, you know, I see lady, oh, lady, look, not, you know, I know them. Like if I see Kenny's wife, oh, you know, it's, you know, it's just a general compliment, <laughs> you know, like at work. Oh, yeah. wow. You know, you tell your coworker that you that you kind of been chatting with. Oh, you look really nice today. You know, it's we have a connection. So it's, it's harder to feel uncomfortable unless, you know, I'm like, oh, girl, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you look at Nice. You know, yeah, I, I don't know anyone that does not appreciate a a, comp, a good compliment. All right, let's let's throw that out there. Who? Yeah, 
who stranger because I'm how many of you all how many this of is you all are silly enough to live a life that says I don't need nobody complimenting me. <laughs> this is random. I don't ever want to hear a compliment. Hey, don't say that, Pastor. You can't don't preference because yes, I can. Like, you can no, you can agree they, or, they, or not listen, agree. No, they can not agree or not agree with me. Okay, so Sam Sam said thumbs down. She doesn't like it. She don't want the random comments. No random. I, I, I oh. did that. Bec- that was my invitation to get a comment from Sam. <laughs> no I, I, Okay, hold on. I love it. I'm a Kool Aid man with that. All right. Uh, <laughs> says, I don't have a problem with compliments. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, I lo- okay. Lisa says I love compliments. Um. All right. So, Ro- Dr. Rollins says compliments are fine. Yes. Asterisk. It's how it's done. Yes, yeah, but the bottom I, line is you said a general compliment, and so her so point is random. a general well, random, random compliment is random. fine. Random. A, 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 yeah. yeah, not not a compliment from somebody you know. Yeah, somebody no who you have no idea. Yeah, yeah. No, I, just first time I probably even ever seen you in my life. You know. Yes, uh, and somebody compliment. I would think that you would be. You know, most but I'm not people, a woman. Most people have no problem with <laughs> random compliments. Yes. Okay. That's just the bottom line. Uh, and, and that goes for men as well. Right. right? Uh, listen, we, we're, it's, it's difficult to have this conversation and accept the fact that positivity, you, you can't, you, there's no way that positivity should be re- received negatively. Right. We're not wired that way. From the time we're born, we like positive reinforcement. Period. That's why baby talk well, is baby talk. Because you're, you're positive. Re- oh, good job. Oh, that's beautiful. That's great. Why do we why do we draw pictures for our parents? Right. They get compliments. But let me yeah, make our yeah. parents feel good and they compliment our, our, our pictures. Right. Why do we dress up for Easter Sunday? <laughs> Why do we take pictures of who? Right, right. No, you're right. That's, that's, yeah, right. I mean, you, you, it, it's a flip side to that also. But yeah, you are correct. Positive reinforcement okay, but is taught. Let's do this. Man, I'm running over, but I don't care. Listen, to, all right, let me ask you this then. Because <laughs> we had this conversation. So, ladies or and guys, do you feel like Every compliment, stranger, there's a motive behind it. There is, there is a motive behind it. It's and and I already know kind of what past stand, but you could say like probably be. I mean, it's it's not bad, guys. It's not. I'm just from a random, like a random compliment. Yeah. Do you feel yeah. like there's motive behind it, or do you give random compliments to 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 ladies that you don't know that you've never seen before? Man, it's it's it's. I mean, as a mature okay. man. Dr. Rollins says no. All right, random. No. All right. Lisa says no. All right. All right. As a mature man, I I would say I don't. I don't that's speak as an immature man. <laughs> it's always it's as a young man. As a young man. Always. It's always somebody. As a man, I mean, for a woman, I can't speak on. It. Okay. But for a man, see, that's all these women talking. For a man, <laughs> it, it's something behind it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some to to me now, because I I don't know too many men 
And I'm not saying they're not out there. I'm, I know they're out there. But I don't know too many men who have female friends who they are attracted to and they've never had any type of encounter. Like they've may have had an encounter 10, 15 years ago and it didn't work out, but they stayed cool. But I don't I don't know of any men who have that have female friends right. who they are not attracted to or did or didn't have an attraction to. It may have not worked out. But y'all initial encounter was an attraction. It wasn't, uh, you know, uh, hey, we liked this together uh, 10 years ago and this is what, no. Y'all was attracted to each other 10 years ago. It didn't work. And now y'all just cool now. But yeah, yeah. That's just my opinion, though, because I've never had, I've never, ever had a female friend (laughs) who I was not attracted to. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'm I've okay. never had a female friend that I was not attracted to. Because okay. I just don't... I guess that was my upbringing. Like, if it was a woman who was attractive, who right. uh, uh, I, I, uh, it just didn't work out for whatever reason. Right. But my I have, wife, I, she... I, like, I have. I, like, when I was... When we were... When I was a little boy, like, my mother had girlfriends who had daughters. And so, there, there was always a girl hanging out with us, with me and my brothers. You know, uh, yeah, and they they'd spend the night. You know, we it was it was always somebody around. There was always somebody in our house. So and and it was just a house full of boys for us. You know, and what's interesting oh, yeah. is when I grew up at a young age, I I never I never came on to women like that. If my really? girlfriend, if I had a girlfriend, it's because she asked me out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was managed. I was managed fast. I, I, I was. I mean, I was. I was terrible. I ain't going to lie to you. But go ahead, sir. Go ahead. What I'm saying is, you know, it's a lot of it has to do with you know. We always had girls around, and so it like it always made us want to sit. I got leave it open. Leave it right. So my whole life, like I, I've, you know, I've never had an issue with with female friends because to me, I, I would always see them as, oh, that's the, you know, that's a sister, that's a that's a play sister, or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. I, I didn't have but, any but siblings. That's because, but that's because oh. of that experience at a young age. Yeah, it was. Right? Like I, we had, I mean, I, I can tell you, we had Kimyada, uh, uh, Tamala, you know, uh, Tracy, Humble. You know, we had all these girls who would hang out with right. us from time to time because their mothers hung out with our mother. Okay. And oh. so when, when our mothers hung out, my mother had more children. So naturally, you bring your child over and your child hangs out with my children while we do our while we hang out. Okay. And in a lot of cases, that was a it was a little girl. Uh, my mom was hitting the club. My mama was she won she won a sexist hip contest at the French Connection. I totally different upbringing than that because, like I said, I, I was the only child, so I didn't have those interactions to kind of like suppress like how you had it, Pastor. You was you was surrounded by young girls at a young age. So they were friends to you. You know how to you, do it. You can, yeah, you was you considered them part of your inner circle family. Right. We were able to yeah, we like comfortable interacting with girls. Yeah. 
without it becoming something else. Right. Yeah. And I didn't have that experience. Yeah. I didn't have that experience. So yeah, I, I used, to, used to tell me, you know, she like you, right? The people would have to tell me that. Yeah. Really? She only here because she like you. <laughs> oh. You know. Like, I, I had to figure out. Like I had to figure out. You know, the girls with the giggling and, and hitting on you and all that. Right. Like, oh, 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 okay. Oh, 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 oh yeah, no. No yeah, right, right. No, we, we, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I was total opposite than that. I, I knew. Right. All right, so right up up front. So the brother legacy consensus is: we're getting rid of hitting on women at the gym. But we're keeping the compliments. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I said, we're keeping the compliments, but we're getting rid of the hitting on at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Well, but again, it's, it's I I, I'm going to reiterate it. It goes back to home training. You yeah, know, no doubt. The gym no, is not the place right. to go find a mate. Right. You know, right. that's that's right. you know, you want to go hang out socially and all of that and, and find friends. And that, that's cool. You can go there, you know, as a single person. It's great because you no, normally it's single people. But typically, I think it was uh, Keita who put it in there. You know, you don't want to be involved with people. She said, I picked a time where I know the gym would not have as much traffic. Right. right. You know, yeah. right. Right. Well, she's strategic yeah. about her working out. Right. So there's a time and a place. Time and place. I, I agree. I agree. Time I time. agree. So, all right. I think we solved one problem. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I will say we talked about conversation it. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's packaging. And here's the other thing. I think somebody said it, it matters about the packaging. Have you ever gotten mad at UPS or FedEx because of the state? Of your package when it showed up, right, right, yeah. and 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 you don't know whether it was the person who dropped it off that damaged it, right, or whether it got damaged on the airplane or whatever the case might be. You just frustrated at what the package looks like when you got it, right? right? Yeah. And what I'm saying to you is, not everybody knows how to package stuff. Mm. Not everybody has proper training right. to to Kaneem's point, you know, because of the crowd he hung around with. Right. He learned a certain language right. yeah. and it worked sometimes. But you also heard him say, I got cussed out sometimes. Right. A lot. That means work <laughs> for one may not work for the other. Right. Yeah. But the language didn't change. He had to evolve as a person right. yeah. for his language to change. In other words, he had to get exposed to something new. Something right. that yeah. worked better for him, right. you know, yeah. and I'm saying that's what happens. And so in a lot of cases, you know, it's not that you're dealing. Now, there's some bad people out there, some jacked up people out there, but that's not always the case. Right. Some people have good intentions, but just bad packaging. Right. And sometimes you as a as a woman, you can help somebody. You can educate them and say, Listen, you, you did that or you did that all wrong. I don't want the package. I don't want huh? I didn't want the package though. Well, listen, I don't care what anybody says. If 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 the deliverer, if the delivery person yes. uh is right, right, you don't care how it's packaged. <laughs> so uh Rich said, Jim, you can chat normally and they they say let's have a coffee that's different. Nope. Rich, no more Jim talk, sir. 
You go to the gym, work out. But someone can interpret that as be, I, I know what you mean by coffee. Right, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Netflix and chill ruined all of that. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, so, packaging is a skill. I'm getting better. I'm much better at packaging these days. My younger years was trail and error, trial and error and mistakes. It's indeed. All right, guys, we appreciate you guys rocking and hanging with us. Um, you know, as always, we're going to twist this conversation a little more tomorrow. Um, so stay tuned. Make sure you are staying connected. Also, order your BOL apparel as well as sign up to be a partner. Go to www.brothersoflegacy.com, www.brothersoflegacy.com. Um, what else? What else? What more can I say? Let's see. Um Tune in. Be sure to join our text community. Text LWN to 84576. Text LWN to 84576. Never miss any broadcast on Legacy Walker Network. We had a great conversation yesterday. Um, a, a random talk. So <laughs> we kind of touched on this a little bit, but we had a lot of good conversations. So make sure you check out Purpose for Forever Show. Uh, random talk uh, yesterday. And I think that is it. Uh, continue to stay safe, wear the mask. I know. Keep the six feet. Keep us all from just being sick, period. Flu, colds, snotting, all that. I think I love the six feet. And the, I don't like the mask. Six feet is good. <laughs> six feet oh, and, the, and the limited spaces. Like, you ever go place now? You're like, man, it's not so packed in here anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the part I love. You know, I don't mind the weight. I just don't like it back. All right, guys. Uh, so as always, uh, be blessed. Know that we love you. God loves you more. And we'll see you in the AM. Peace out, guys. As always, we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Hang on. Hang on. Being Make sure you're sharing is caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background that I know see this show, I appreciate, I appreciate you as you well. well, well.